Milwaukee, it is 27 degrees. I'm Wyatt Barmore-Pooley, Siding Unlimited, WTMJ News Time, 707. This is The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests, and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC. There's no such thing as no maintenance when it comes to your home. That's why we bring you The Fix-It Show from 7 to 9 every Saturday. Get your questions ready for our expert home inspector, David Nason from Best Inspections. Here he is with his co-host, Dayton Kane. It's The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Good morning to you. We made it to another Saturday. David, how are you? I'm doing well, Dayton. How about you? I am great. I spent the... uh, day yesterday at the Nary Spring Home Improvement Show, so uh, you. had got to talk to a lot of nice people and sure. uh, hang out with a lot of good contractors from yeah. around the Milwaukee yeah. area, so I'm going to stop out good. this morning. I think it opens at 10, right? 10 to 7 today yeah. and 10 to 5 That's tomorrow. tomorrow. So That's at the State Fair. We're going to be so. done with the show here at 9. I'll hang out here for a little bit, and then I'll be there probably right at 10 for a couple hours. There you go. You Just know a wander, lot of people. Wandering there. around, saying hi to people, and... Yeah. Anybody who's going to be down there want to take a selfie with me? I don't charge too much for that. So no, I'm kidding. Oh, I have funny. never been asked that, but no, I got a face for radio. You know, yeah, so. yeah. You and me both. That's the so, same. You know, most people don't recognize you. You know who you. Right. It's not, it's not like we're on. You know, TV. It's very fun something. when somebody recognizes your voice. Sure. Like, Are you Dayton Kane? Yeah. Like, how do you know that? You, Sound just like yourself. I'm like, oh yeah, I do. Okay, that would make sense. <laughs> yeah, so well, that's cool. So that's going on. There's a uh, there's over a hundred booths there. I think sure. it's a uh, it's a big show. Mm-hmm. Good time to get down there today and tomorrow and enjoy that. Uh, I think that's it's going to be a big day today. Yeah, because it could be nice enough out. People yeah. are going to you know over the snowfall from Thursday right. and It'll be melting and a little bit. To, and you're yeah. thinking about spring and what to do on the outside or inside exactly. of your house. Sure. So good time to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going on. And then you and I attended yeah. a seminar on Thursday from a company Tuesday. called, or Tuesday yeah. called AirVent. AirVent, right. Um, and that's all about venting. Venting and, your attic, your roof. Yes. Right. So we can talk a little bit about sure. that this week. Yeah, and of course, you brought some tools in as well. Yes, a couple to bring in and talk so about. Sure. We got a lot of stuff lined yeah. up, but we'd also love to hear from you if you want to chime in with your questions. We want to fix up your house. The old National Bank Talk and Text Line is 855-616-1620. We can talk about anything. No guests this hour. Next hour, Cornerstone Development coming in. So we'll have an hour with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but now is wide open. Any, right. any question you have, we'll try to tackle it. Right. So, right. Uh, so your week was good. Otherwise, what else yeah. did you do? You know, I had a I had a busy week again. A bunch of inspections, uh, home inspections. I uh, I was meeting with somebody yesterday morning, helping them out with a, a problem with their um, their their foundation okay. and also their roof. Really kind of interesting. They had a little roof leak, and they didn't they didn't know exactly where it was coming from. The roof was newer, and right above where the roof with the leak they had. There was a plumbing vent, you know, okay. a, a yeah. plumbing stack vent. So that's venting the plumbing fixtures. This was in the kitchen, and it went up through there. I was looking at it. It was looking pretty good, and I followed it. It was an old cast iron pipe, so four-inch pipe sticking through the roof. And then and typically those will shrink down inside, not typically, sometimes. I guess so if it's over the bathroom, it's going to stay the same size. If it's over the kitchen, it usually shrinks down to about an inch and a half or two-inch pipe. Okay. So it came down. Made an elbow, started ho- traveling horizontally, and I was looking right where this was leak was. And fortunately, somebody had pushed the already pushed the insulation back, 
and I see this little rust spot on the pipe, and I'm looking, I got a little closer. There's actually a hole. Oh, man. Probably about three-sixteenths of an inch in that pipe. And then you could see, right, there's a, a ceiling joist right next to it with a water stain going down the ceiling so joist. Just enough like condensation in there to be dripping Exactly, out of condensation. It. Well, and the first leak they saw was when they had a fairly heavy rainstorm. And oh, so, so the rain came in yeah, the pipe. And, these pipes oh, sure. typically don't have a cap on them. Sometimes right. you'll see, and they ended up putting a little cap on it, but sometimes you'll see that. Uh, but usually it is open. And so rain getting in there and also condensation occurs in there. And it was just enough to to leak there. And that kind of pipe, cal- galvanized or cast iron, will corrode from the inside out. Okay. Um, even down in your basement. So if you go in your basement, if you have an older house and you have the black cast iron pipes, you know, from your toilet, if you, if your basement's unfinished, you go underneath your bathroom on the first floor and you see the pipe coming out of the toilet and it goes over and then there's a pipe that goes up and it goes all the way down to where it goes under the floor. If you see little knobs of rust that you can flake off with your finger, that's just rust. It's not anything else. It's not sewage. Really. It's just rust. But that, those are an indication that pipe is starting to rust through from the inside. Ah. So that is actually a little bit of water or condensation coming through the pipe, and it's getting thin at that point. And I had a, I have an old house, and I had a cast iron drain, and it ran along my, my stair, my basement stair. And I, prior to me doing some remodeling, my bathroom remodeling, I walking down, I, the pipe looked really kind of almost really dirty. And I'm thinking, okay, this is going to make a mess. But I reached over and I like disturbed what was on the type. My fingers literally went right through oh the, the pipe. And so <laughs> I knew I was going to do some remodeling. I was like, okay, that's not good. So I just wrapped it in duct tape, of course, right? <laughs> no, be, you know, it was it on fixed. the top of the yeah. pipe. So okay. at least, okay, you know, flush in the toilet, it's not going to leak out. But I did that just temporarily. Yeah. So when the plumber came, I said, hey, we got to. You know, you don't have to as part of the project, but I need this section of pipe replaced. Right. So, so it is something to 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 watch when you have an older house. Your older galvanized cast iron pipes, they do have a lifespan, and they will, like I said, deteriorate from the inside. And more and more home insurance companies, when people are buying a house, they're asking people to provide information. What kind of pipes do you have in your house? Hmm. They're obviously aware that these are failing and uh, can create water losses or sewage loss. In this case, it could be. Yeah. So, Ugh, not fun. Right. Well, good to look. Now I need to go check mine <laughs> right. and see how that is. I, everybody, every week, every, everybody's taking their radio with them, yeah, going right. down in their basement and look. So every that's a good week idea. I have something to check on my house after this sure. show, so that's good. That's what it's all about. We'd love to talk to you about any questions you have. The Old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. Dayton Kane, David Nason, The Fix-It Show is on. Isaac is in the producer's booth, ready for your phone calls today on WTMJ. The Fix-It Show with Dayton Kane and David Nason on WTMJ. Good morning to you. The Fix-It Show sponsored this week, as always, by Siding Unlimited and J&B Construction. Both of them are at the Nary Home Show, so you can check them out there if you go down there. Uh, Dayton Kane, David Nason here, taking your calls at 855-616-1620. We do have a question from Carl here that says, Good morning. Other than the main sponsors of the show... Uh, that we just mentioned, who would you recommend for exterior work? Right. So the, you mentioned J&B and Siding Unlimited. Yep. Well, they both do a great job. Right. Right. Um, I've known, well, I've known you guys and Eric and Aaron for a while now. Yeah. 
I've known Scott Klein at JMB for 32 years. Yeah. So uh, this summer I had JMB do the siding on my house. It was a really tough decision. Obviously, you gave me a, a bid for the work, and they did, and they were they were literally within dollars. Yeah. They were very comparable. Um, so, and I appreciate the the discounts that you guys were offering me. <laughs> yeah. But um, the so family it was, it was family discount. It, it, it literally came down to the fact that I knew. That Scott longer. Yeah. But I mean, I, I recommend some other people. I like a company out in Muskego called Tri-County Contractors. Okay. Uh, Jeff out there, it's a family-owned company. I think they advertise on the station here. So they haven't been on the show, but I've known Jeff out there for, for quite a while. Um, so I know them. Um, Ridgetop Exteriors is going to be a new partner. I've talked to the, I talked to Josh there and just want to get to know him before they come on the show. And it seems like uh, they they seem like they're a, a growing company. They're they're doing a lot of work. So, I mean, there's there's a lot know, out there. You know, it's... you don't want to talk to too many. I mean, the, the, you know, going to the Nary show, which we mentioned earlier, yeah. you can see a lot of people. And generally, you know, how, what do you how do you pick somebody? Well, that's a great opportunity to go to a show. And as you said, I think there's like a hundred people there. And if you're probably not, well, maybe you're looking for multiple things, but you can go and do a quick interview with a company. Hey, I've heard about you. Talk to somebody, get a feel. Somebody, you know, you were there yesterday. Yep. Come and come and talk. Tell us a little bit about your company. How do you do things? Where are you located? Where do you, you know, that time, what kind of products do you use? That kind of get some information from a handful of companies, as many as you want at the show, really. And then, and then narrow it down to, Hey, I really liked Dayton. Three, I like, like I liked, three. You know, Dayton Don't was, do- you know, we had a great yeah. conversation with Dayton. We, you know, because because reality is, when somebody you're hiring to somebody to work on your house, you're going to be dealing with them. You know, you're yeah. you're they're moving in. They're you know the com- <laughs> the the crews or whatever they're moving in for a little while. Whether it's especially if there's interior model, kitchen or bathroom model, right? These people they're are in coming house, into your yeah. house and you know, making a mess, tearing things apart. But it, the 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 goal is that it's going to be beautiful and much better when they're done and everything. But so you really got to have that great relationship with them. So, so like I said, I, I, we could, you know, give out a whole yeah. list of people. These are people that That's I a, know and, and a great with. point, David, because like if we do a house and we're doing windows, doors, siding, roof, like the whole yeah, thing, right. We're, we could be at your house for a month. Yeah. You know, because that's a, or more, because that's a big project. And, and so, can, if you don't like yeah, me, yeah, <laughs> right, you're in trouble because exactly. I'm going to be there quite it's, a bit, and, checking in, making sure things. If you need something, yeah. I'm the person you call it's and communication, like, yeah. all that stuff. How you, I mean, price is important, but you, but you know, the reality is, you who who is that? I think um, um, I can't think of her name at Olson's uh, Fawn Fawn's famous line is. Buy once, cry once. Yeah. So it's always, you know, in the old old saying, but you get what you pay for. So there's there's some truth to that. So you don't want to overpay for something unnecessarily. But the reality is, is you you're the contractors that are at the Neri show. They're they're all vetted. They're they're professional, and they're right. going to be competitive with each other. You know, if you if you get three quotes. And two of them are telling you it's a certain level price, yeah. and it's going to take them three months to get there. And one comes in and it's 
thousands yeah, less than they yeah. can get there next week. week. Yeah, you might want to consider <laughs> right. why that right. is. Why they, just exactly. So, exactly. so three three quotes is usually a yeah. good. If you start getting more than that, it gets a little confusing. Right. You forget who said what, what you're getting from each person. So right. uh, and make sure anything you discuss, if you want it done on the house, is in writing, writing. somewhere. Exactly. So that you have it in writing. Don't mm-hmm. trust the sales guy to just say, "Yeah, we'll do that," and then it's nowhere in writing because. That's not going to hold up anywhere. Right. So, right. Good conversation. I like yep. that. Great question. We've got more on the text line. We'll get to when we get back. The old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. It is The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. WTMJ's The Fix-It Show with David Nason and Dayton Kane. Indeed it is. Thanks for joining us. It's going to be sunny, breezy, a high near 40 today, which is beautiful. Melt oh, some of the snow that we just got. Old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. We do have some texts we're going to go through here. One says, good morning, boys. Harsh chemicals and faux marble sink mishap. Other than brushing my teeth in the basement, can <laughs> this be fixed? Uh, thanks, Mark and Tosa. And um, I think we've settled on the question, yes, yes there are but. kits you can do that with right however you're never using those kits can be able to match up the i don't know what the pattern of the marble that's in there so yes you're going to seal it you'll be able to fix it kind of smooth it out and seal it right but it's not ever going to look the same i do have a a a referral i could give you you could try a company called beautiful finishes beautiful finishes david job he does porcelain fiberglass refinishing so basically tubs and sinks and things that get damaged either during remodeling projects or during the course of life. Uh, you could try to give him a call. He's got um, a email, beautifulfinishes at gmail.com. So David Joe, beautiful finishes. Give I, my question to Mark and Tosa here is, that looks like a bathroom sink. He says, other than yeah. brushing my teeth in the basement, how do I... Well, yeah, he's got a, what did you pour down that? Yeah. That well, harsh I, chemical in the bathroom? Hmm. Yeah. Maybe some uh, that, liquid well, that's, plumber. That's what I always say. The liquid plumber, those chemicals are really the worst thing to use to try to clear a drain. Yeah, because uh, they're, they're harsh, right? Yeah, they're, right. Yeah. Um, that, that especially a sink drain like that. First of all, sink drains, the all the parts that you can see under the sink are really supposed to be able to be removed by hand. Right. Not, nothing really is supposed to be glued under there. You're right. supposed to be able to just put a bucket under it and kind of take it all apart in case you drop a ring down the drain or clean it out or something or if you're in the line at the hardware store that the thing that's hanging it's about two feet long long plastic zip strip right with the little hooks on it yeah that's much better for cleaning that's what i use it does work uh another one here says i heard uh last part about galvanized pipes and we will be replacing the piping soon when we replace our well pressure tank what do you recommend new galvanized or something else Pat in Elm Grove. Yeah. So, other than the pressure pressure tanks these days are usually have a they're enameled steel versus the old ones are galvanized. Same okay. thing can happen to what I was saying before with a with a pressure tank. If you get this little rust, you you'll see this little knob of rust, and then you'll usually see a streak below it. So that's that's some some water leaking through that. So with the galvanized pipe, the same thing happens. If you're going to replace them, galvanized in copper, that's what. A lot of people will switch to. Okay. They don't like to be in contact with each other. They create a galvanic reaction, and so there's supposed to be something between them called usually a, what they call a dielectric union. So it's a union <laughs> fitting, and it has a plastic washer in the inside to separate the two metals. 
because they'll, they'll, you'll get okay. corrosion somewhere right. in the system. Otherwise, a lot of plumbers these days are using this PEX product. Yeah. Jesse from Milestone Plumbing was on last week. Last week. Last yep. week. And she's fine with, with PEX uh, plumbing. Not a big fan of CPVC. We never really got into why. Yeah. Um, or, you know, actually, she did. So I think it was. It was just brittle. It gets brittle, it gets over, brittle time. At, over, over time. Yeah. yeah. But um, so the PEX, you really don't have that problem with the dissimilar metals. Copper, you do have to take some steps to, to, um, to. Uh, so you're saying galvanize isn't necessarily the way most people are going these days. Not anymore. Yeah. No copper. Pl- no or, plumber is going to run new piping today with galvanized piping. Okay. There, so there you it's go. either going to be copper, PEX, or the CPVC. One of those three. Good question, Pat. We'd love to hear from you. The old National Bank Talk and Text Line is 855-616-1620. Another half hour to go with no guest, and then we're joined by Cornerstone Development next hour. So wide open on the phone lines for any type of question about fixing up that house. Uh, Dayton Kane, David Nason here. Let's jump over to the WTMJ Breaking News Center with Wyatt Barmore-Pooley. Good morning, Wyatt. More of your questions next. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. I don't know who this is, what this is, but I like it. It's funky. (laughs) Isaac pulling out all the stops. All right. Good morning. Dayton and David here. We are talking about AirVent now. So we went on Tuesday to a seminar, which was pretty well attended. Great. A lot of guys there, um, and some ladies as well. Yeah, mostly guys, but a lot of ladies. Yeah. So AirVent does all venting options for your attic when it comes to re-roofing your home. So uh, I guess not re-roofing if you're right. doing a new home, putting venting on your home as well. So right. um, one of the biggest things that I learned, and I, I knew this, but it was a good reminder. Well, it's the intake that is. Probably more important that the, the exhaust. Everybody thinks right. about that. Oh, I want right. a ridge vent, or I want static vents, or I got a power vent, or right. you know what I'm putting on top of the roof. But if you're not bringing enough air in to your attic, you're going to have problems. In right. fact, that intake has to be better than or equal well, to the exhaust. Right. So, base. I agree. The one of the main things is what I would say is a balanced then attic ventilation system. Yes. So, so as you said, you. Most everybody's where, oh, we got a ridge vent, or I got fixed vents, or I got turbine vents, or a but, power vent, or gable vents. So there's five types of vents on your roof. Yeah. Those five. Whatever amount of vent is up on the top has to be equaled in your soffits or down low. If you don't have soffits, there's other types of vents. So an example would be, you know, if there's 50, well, let's make the math easy, 100 square inches a vent along your ridge, yep. you need 50 square inches in your soffit on the front of your house and 50 square inches in your soffit in your back of your house. So that's simplifying a roof. A lot of right, right, right. houses are different, but but yes, yeah, so balanced, balanced ventilation system. And I have one other, one other main thing, but what what's no, your second one? Go ahead. I just, it just escaped from oh, all so that you. The other thing that I learned, he said 77% of homes in Wisconsin are undervented. Right, that they found that through the years, people are putting roofs on or building houses right. with not enough venting in sure. them. So they gave us the, you know, there's an app you can put in Air right. Vent. Yeah. If you download the Air Vent app, you can actually put in the the statistics, right. and it tells you how much venting, venting you should have on your right. house. So. I remember my my number two. Yeah, do not ever mix different types of venting yes. on your roof. Yes, if you have a ridge vent up on the top of your roof, that's all you should have up there. If you have those fixed mushroom box, whatever you call them, types fixed vents, 
that's all you should have. Yeah. If you have turbine vents, you can have a multiple, but that's all you have. If you have a power vent, you should have a power vent and nothing else up at the top. You just have the vents. And I see that so often where they had one kind of vent and then they'll come along and add something else. And the reason is, especially with the power vent, if you have a ridge vent or fixed vents or turbine vents, when that power vent turns on, the other vents become intake vents, and that's bad. The so. interesting part, too, is it depends on your attic space, too. So if you've got separate attic spaces because you've got different peaks in your right. house, right. you've got a higher roof and a lower roof, that can impact it as well. So if those are separate, you've got different places you need to vent right. versus just one big attic space that you're right. venting. So there's a lot that goes into sure venting your attic when you're looking at your roof. So. Right. So if you're if you're talking to a roofing contractor and you're talking about a roof, it's not just about the color of the shingles, how long they're going to last. Those are important things and everything. Uh, underlayments, those are important flashings, ice and water shield, but your ventilation. And uh, the guy, who Paul Skelsey, Skelsey, Paul, yeah. Paul, who was doing <laughs> that, he was basically... Telling, you know, these contractors, look, you got to talk to these homeowners, your customers, about getting the ventilation. And it's it's important in order to, to make sure that that roof can be warranted is you have to. Many of these older houses don't have enough. As you said, they're undervented. So yeah. it's it, and it's and as you also initially said was the beginning part is the ventilation in your soffits, you know, it, especially if you have old wood soffits and they have the vents, they're probably painted over or they're filled with wasp nests or dust and everything. They're just not working. Or you re-insulated the attic, added more yep. insulation. They just blew it right over the top of those they vents. They, they didn't, didn't put it in the soffit baffles. Right. I see that a lot of times in attics. So there's a lot to look at Definitely. when you're looking at that. So. And the reason we vent, heat buildup right. in the summer, moisture buildup throughout the year. And this was an interesting fact. The average family of four, two to four gallons of water vapor a day. You're you creating create. between cooking, showers, Not living, gallons. breathing. Yeah. <laughs> Two to four gallons of water going into your home every day that you need to get out somehow. Um, and right. ventilation is a big part of that. So. And you want a little, little, I want a thermos, yeah. like a little yeah. soup Answered thermos. A question, so, yeah. Good Look for at you. me. I was always a brown nose in right. class, raising my hand and first, really. answering questions. So <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a very good, but yes, yeah, so you can look up airvent.com. Yeah. And as you said, they have a um, an app you can download if you're that type of person who wants to, hey, did that, did that get done right? Interesting enough. So I'm at the home show yesterday, and a gentleman comes up and starts talking to me about the Bernoulli effect. Sure. They I'm like, about, the Bernoulli effect. Yeah. How do you know that? He was an engineer, sure, scientist. Right. He's like, yeah, so your vents, do they have the Bernoulli effect? I'm like, well, yes, they They're do. ridge vent, too, I think. Yeah, so the ridge vent should have little flat, like, fins on right. the edge that bring the air up and around that helps suck the air out. out of the house. Mm -hmm. So, And those are the vents that we put on. Sure. Uh, so if you're getting a ridge vent put on, ask what type of ridge vent does it have sure. fins on it? Because uh, that uh, helps get that air out mm -hmm. of the attic as well. So right. lots to consider. Definitely. Uh, so hopefully there's somebody coming to your house to put your roof on that knows what they're looking at. So 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text line. Uh, got another question here. Let's get off of air vent. It says, wrench dropped while replacing shower head. How can I patch the four divots left in the tub surface? That's hard so, to answer. We don't know what kind what? of tub. Well, it's divots, I would imagine it's probably going to be a fiberglass unit, okay. fiberglass or acrylic. 
the name I just gave out a little bit ago, Beautiful Finishes, yeah. Dave, David Job, uh, you could give them a call. Um, or I give out an email, beautifulfinishes at gmail.com. I don't know if he's got a website or not. You can look that up. But. Now, this one, though, if it is just a, a plain fiberglass, like not marbled looking, you Should could be. be able to do it yourself with a kit if you, you, could. If you want to try it. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, I'm always the guy who will try it. And then probably call somebody yeah. <laughs> because yep. I didn't do it right. And they'll come fix it, mm-hmm. uh, which is hilarious because I help you host this show. But uh, <laughs> I do have a lot of people in my life now that I can call the help with right. things like that. So, uh, But yeah, that is something that you they do have kits for fiberglass sure. fixing um, that you can mm-hmm. do it. If it didn't actually crack and go through, you're probably fine not right. fixing it if you don't mind the little divot look right. there. And, I mean, it's not going to hurt anything. To your point, I have seen some repairs and you can t- sometimes tell, and you're like, oh, that's okay. And then I've seen somewhere they've gone horribly wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, man. Yeah. You shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Well, when we talked about taking the chimney off my house, I'm like, that is not something I would attempt by myself. Now, I, I got a couple guys that might come sure. help me do it, and I'll be the laborer hauling stuff around. But yeah. uh, I don't know if I'd tackle that one on my own. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that's what friends are for, right? Right. <laughs> All right. Another one here says, after a recent storm, I found a small amount of water on a PVC plumbing vent pipe connection that goes out through the roof. Would I need a roofer or plumber to check this out? So I'm thinking initially a roofer around that PVC pipe that goes through the roof. If you can safely get on the roof or maybe from a ladder uh, with a pair of binoculars or a zoom in on a camera or something, there should be a, a rubber flashing. Yep a gasket-type flashing that goes around there. Depending on the age of the roof or that flashing, the ultraviolet rays of the sun will break that flashing down and crack. Sometimes I see it's almost gone around there. So now every time it rains, water hits that pipe and runs down the pipe and into the the attic. So that's my first thought is the flashing. Yeah, I would agree with that. And they do make a type of flashing that you can just slide right over the pipe and it's over the the boot that's on the roof, so you don't have to pull shingles off. It's really a temporary fix. It's pretty good, but basically, if you don't want to have a roofer come and you literally have to tear up about three feet of shingles around that pipe in order to p- replace that flashing to do it correctly. Right. And if you don't want to do that yet, or maybe you're thinking, well, I got two years, three years before I'm going to change my roof, you can put this this boot right over the top, and that that should work for you. Great question, Steve. 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talking text line. More of your calls and texts next on The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Need advice? Call 855-616-1620. Our expert home inspector is here to help. It's The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. David Nason would be the expert home inspector. My name is Dayton Kane. I am his co-host. Thanks for joining us this morning. Sunny, breezy, a high near 40 today at 25 now in Milwaukee. Let's go through uh, some calls and texts. Let's go to Mike in Caledonia. Good morning, Mike. What's your question? Morning. Um, my bathtub. Um, it doesn't drain very well. Um, I took the stopper out because we just use it as a shower. So I took the, the stopper out, and it doesn't drain very well. Went downstairs and took the trap off because my wife's got hair that goes down the middle of her back. Long hair. There's no hair yeah, in the trap. No, really? Yep. Well, take the trap off, and it's it's clean as a whistle. Uh, put her back together, and it drains great. 
for about a week. Weird. Huh. Is can he get vapor locked or back uh can he get vapor locked somehow? I I guess it could be if it's not vented properly. That would that would be the next thing. I've my initial thought was that you had a drum trap, but it sounds like you don't, but um No, no, I got a P I got a P trap, no trap. drum trap. Yeah. So that would be um that would be possible if it's if it's not vented properly or the overflow. So if you got the trap goes down in, in where the water is going, from that point there's a, a, a vertical pipe that goes up to the overflow vent on the tub. Yeah. Which prevents the tub for, from yeah. overflowing. There possibly right. something trapped in there that ends up No, I I, I can, took that whole thing out. Okay. That uh, hmm. that uh that stopper that goes in there. Okay. Yeah, I, without I seeing that, it, I took, I, yeah, uh, and you're you're taking it apart, and it doesn't make sense then that something that else for down the line, yeah, you know, between the trap and where it dumps into the four inch pipe, it, it it would still drain you. You would you wouldn't clear the stop right away. I'm I'm yeah. I, I'm I, at rotted, a loss. I rotted that out. I rotted that out yeah. from where the trap reconnects. Uh, it's got a forty-five degree elbow, and, and it's all copper. Yeah, maybe um, maybe got a forty-five degree. I was gonna go say ahead. maybe uh, just go. If, can you safely get on your roof? Maybe not right now with the snow on it, but is you have a ranch house? Yeah, I got a ranch. Yeah. I got three three four-inch fence stacks that come yeah. out cast iron. Get when when the snow them. melts here in the next couple of days. Get up on your roof and take a flashlight and look down in the vents and see if they're plugged up. They, yeah, I see okay. that every once yes. in a while, especially houses that have big trees over them. All the leaves and everything fall down in there, and those those get plugged. And then um, okay. you're not getting the right ventilation. Yeah, exactly. Good question, though. I, I wish you luck. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, I just got it. Somebody texted me. What, right. if it, what if it's a volume issue? Does it back up when the you're running the washing machine or something else? Um, no, no, okay. actually, just no. that bathtub. Yeah, I would <laughs> check the venting. Yeah, just the tub. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks for the question. Have a good weekend. 855-616-1620. We have one more uh, segment coming up before we're joined by Cornerstone Development. So get your calls in. It is the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. David and Dayton. One guy knows what the heck he's talking about. We'll let you figure out which one it is. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Good morning. Sponsored by Siding Unlimited and JMB Construction. It is the Fix-It Show. We thank you for listening today. A uh, couple questions left to get to before we get Cornerstone in with us, so let's go through those. This says, regarding your discussion on venting, uh, at the time a new furnace was installed, I had a dehumidifier system added. Does that affect the venting for the house? Thank you, Dave in Waukesha. Yeah. Oh, good question. From what he sounded like, it, it's if it's just a dehumidification system, that's not going to affect the venting in your house because that should be just recirculating air, taking the humidity out of the air in your home. An HRV, Jason Fox from Capitals talked about these heat recovery ventilator that would affect that. That can control the humidity in your home as well, but that is bringing fresh air in and exhausting old kind of damp, dank air. So that kind of system would, but not just a dehumidifier. Okay. 
Next one says, uh, and we have a picture with this yeah. one. When my roof was replaced four years ago, contractor took out the attic fan and put in ridge vents. However, I have no soffits whatsoever. Am I out of luck, or do we need another attic fan? Sorry for the crazy text. And, um, you can't mix, right? right? So if we have a ridge vent up there, we can't just throw a power vent on top as right. well. So this house is an old Tudor. And so I would say Cape Cods, a lot of Cape Cods don't have soffits or overhangs at yeah. all. So that would qualify for what we're going to say in a Tudor like this, older, or a house that has open rafters or an open soffit where you see the rafter tails yeah. where you don't have a soffit vent. So the air vent had a couple products. They have the edge vent, yep. which, is, which is literally like half of a ridge vent. A ridge vent would go over the peak. So yeah. it's got vents on both sides. Well, an edge vent is just basically if you cut it in half and you put it along the the very edge of the roof right above the gutter so air can – and then they cut a slot in the roof boards or sheathing. Yep. So air can come in there and then go up through the ridge vent at the top. Or they had a um, – Under soffit one. An under soffit one. What was the other one? Uh, it was a, um, a vented uh, gutter apron yep. or a drip yep. edge. Maybe yep. they called it a vented drip edge. The, the vented drip edge wouldn't work for this case because the the shingles have to come down over it, and you, you that's not going to work anymore now that the roof's on. But the edge vent could. They'd right. still have to take off a row or two, maybe three of shingles, and put the, the edge vent on and then shingle back. Right. At least the shingles would go back in the same place. So, Good question, though. All right, that does it for this hour. <clears throat> Thank you for all the questions. There was a lot of them coming in today. That was great. Uh, for next hour, get ready. The old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. It is The Fix-It Show. That's hour number one. This has been The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests at Not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC.